afternoon, chaps. Myself, Gav Mack, and Stephen Cotton here for Two Up Top. It's the Game Day 37 review, part three of the week. Part three. But it's only a little short and sweet one anyway. So, uh, yeah, here we are. How are you, Cotton? I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? I have had a fresh trim this morning, as I like to show off. Did you go to uh, Barber's? I did, indeed. I went to Milano's Barbers in Northampton, and it is really, really good. So anyone who wants to go for a trim, um, their name is just here, just underneath, Milano's Barbershop, Northampton. Uh, I'm saving, saving mine for next next week, Monday. Yeah, yeah, make sure you do. Strong, strong trim. Really enjoyed it. I like the guy in the second seat, and uh, I think that's one I told you about, Cotton. I went to like the fourth, uh, fourth one down, I think, the really young lad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely the spot to uh, to go get a trim if you're in the Northampton uh, Northampton region. And also, did you know that you can Google to up top and our name comes up first? There you go. Right then, let's uh, let's let's dig into into the games from yesterday. Let's let's start with with Liverpool. Liverpool are the champions. We know that they're champions anyway, and they have received their trophy. So fair play to them. But I don't think they're expecting a game like this. Liverpool 5, Chelsea 3. Goals from Liverpool come from Cater, uh, Trent, Wijnaldum, Firmino's first home goal of the season uh, in the league, Oxlade-Chamberlain, and then Chelsea, they scored with... Uh, who, who, scored, who scored for Chelsea? It was, uh, it was Giroud. Giroud. Pulisic. Yeah, Pulisic, mate, and, and Tammy. Right. Let, let, let's, let's talk about Liverpool first. In fact, let's just talk as, as, the, as the game went on. Um, can we take a moment to appreciate how strong that strike was from Naby Keita. Oh, it's unreal. It's not even just the strike. It's, it's him uh, winning the ball back and driving forward and then it's just crack off the bar. You love to see it. Great, great strike. It's about time as well because, like, look, people that haven't watched a lot of Bundesliga football or don't really pay much attention to what Liverpool are doing are just like, oh, Naby Keita doesn't really do anything. Mate, Naby Keita... Naby is the guy. I know you've you've been a fan of him over the years. I've been a big fan of Naby Keita. He adds so much energy to the middle of the yeah. park. It's unreal. All he needs is a decent run of games and he's got a ping on him. It's poor man's Kante and that's no disrespect to him or Kante. He's just, he's, one day he might be as good, I reckon, but Keita is very, very underappreciated. Yeah, um, the free kick was scored by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, I think we've got a bit of beef about that, haven't we? Yeah, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Um, <laughs> I know, obviously, we can't talk about Spanish goalkeepers at the minute. But, I mean, it's not a competition, but I think Kepa's been slightly worse this season. Um, but I think the price tag doesn't help the scrutiny yeah. that he receives. But Trent's 45 yards out. I might be exaggerating <laughs> that slightly. But he is, he is a distance, right? Now... You've put your wall where you've put your wall because you know where he's aiming. Yeah. You, you know you know he's going for that top right-hand corner, right? Why is Kepa so far over? He's not hitting with a lot of... It's not like a, an absolute knuckleball howitzer that, that there's so much power on it. It's nice floaty top bins. By the time the ball reaches the goal, Kepa's still in the middle of the goal. Just If he makes some form of effort towards it, I think he might get a touch on I it. Think and he gets if you get a touch, touch on it, it, there's every chance of saving it. So, 
you know, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm very disappointed in Kepa anyway. I really like Caballero as a goalkeeper. The issue is, the issue is, he's 37 years old. He's at yeah. the end of his career. They need to find a, a a version of him, I would say. But you know, they a little bit. That, don't they? But it depends how much you want to spend. But do do you think Kepa's genuinely thought that he's not going to shoot from that far out? And that's why he thinks he's no, going to win. No, no, no. You've you got to look at the way the wall's lined up. You've well, got to look at the I'm, three I'm, Liverpool I'm players to... in front of the wall. Trying to help him out a little I'm bit. I'm trying to help him out, but there's no helping him out. Like, he shouldn't be conceding from that far out. No, not at all. Um, Wijnaldum bagged as well. I like Wijnaldum. And then um, just before half-time, a little bit of dodgy keeping, I would say, from, from Alisson as well. Yeah. Now, and then... Liverpool fans are going, oh, you know, it was a really good save initially from, from Alisson. And then, because when that went in, Alisson's screaming at his defence. Yeah. And I don't speak Portuguese, and I, I wonder if he's more angry at himself than he is the defence, really. Yeah, but he was he was livid, and it, and it and it showed. Now Liverpool went four and a four one up, and it's game over uh, with Firmino's first goal. Great goal. <laughs> First goal. Great goal. <laughs> no, no Liverpool slander on here. Okay. Hey, look, no, I'm no, congratulating no. you, lot. I'm congratulating you. Yeah, we are. You, congratulations. I'm, 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 I'm also saying that it's poor positioning from Kepper as well. Yeah, it is. It is, bud. Um, but yeah, the the Firmino goal is so nice. The cross is the cross is absolute pinpoint behind the whole defence, and the headers the headers lovely. Great, great goal. Uh, then was it that was it Abraham that scored next? Well, I just want to say because when when did uh, when did when did uh, uh, Firmino score? It was like fifty five minutes, I think it was. Then a moment of genius happened, and Pulisic came on. Yeah. And Pulisic changed the game in seconds. I know that Liverpool went on to win the game, and they fully deserved to win the game. Let me add that. So, Kev, wind your neck in. I know you're child. I know you're champions, but. I must say, just the, the first ball that got put over to Pulisic, he's brought it down literally like there was glue on his foot. Yeah. And then nothing else happened from that move. But then the next move, he ended up dancing through everyone and getting the cross for Tammy Abraham to score. What a move. And they were, they were, take, they were saying, oh, yeah, it's very much like, uh, like Eden Hazard. I'm not saying... And I don't think they're saying that he is as good as Eden Hazard, but there are traits of it. And Pulisic yeah, yeah, is still that. in his very early twenties. And then his finish as well to make it uh, to make it four three. Yeah, so but sure. how much time and space does he need with the ball in that box before he gets that shot away? He does about three keepy uppies before anyone closes him down. Or mm. and we're not slandering Liverpool, but. Um, Honestly, since since before the restart and since after the restart, what, once they got that unassailable lead of points that no one was really going to catch, they have gone to sleep a bit. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have seen Liverpool conceding those goals. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. We can, we can have a look at title winners over the years. And as soon as you win the title, you've won the title. Now it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, we're champions. We could do what we like. We're going to put the foot up the gas. Look at Arsenal when they were when they were champions the last time. It was going back a long time. Obviously, we're going back sixteen years. But we had we had uh, an opportunity to make history, and we we made it. We did it the hard way. 
Yeah. We were drawing games left, right and centre. There was only one victory after we won the title and that was a bit dubious as well. We 1-0 down against Leicester who had already been relegated on the last day of the it, season. So though, once you win the title, it doesn't really matter. They won't take their foot off the gas but I would say that watching their last five games, four, five, six games, it looks like they can be got out next year and I don't think nah. next year will be as foregone conclusion as it was this season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would be such a walkover but at the end of the day, if... If, if there was something that Liverpool needed to play for, they would be going out there and putting the game to bed. But um, the Athletic last Madrid, uh, Atletico Madrid style, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, um, no, no, they didn't do it against Atletico Madrid. That's no, no, they did. They had something to work to work for. Atletico's defence is brilliant, though. But the the the, the cross for for Oxlade Chamberlain, I mean, like it was just hilarious just watching uh, who, who was it in the end actually? Was it was it Reese James who tried to take out Robertson? No, oh, Jorginho. It was Jorginho tried to oh, take him out. Tried to just pull him back, just Yeah. Up, yeah. <laughs> and Robertson was like, just get off me and just yeah. went through. Baller. Absolutely brilliant performance there for Liverpool in the end. Um yeah, I just want to say again, congratulations to Liverpool. Thoroughly deserved. Um probably should have won it last year. So congratulations. I know, I know it's hard work you're saying that. So no, it's, it's football, isn't it? I'm a football fan, so it's, I can appreciate good football. Before we go on to Manchester United and West Ham game, there's a comment here from, from, from Deeks. How are you, dude? Um, question is, where do Liverpool look to strengthen? Easiest answer in football, centre-back. Lovren's not good enough. Matip isn't, isn't good enough. If you, if, if you want to play him in the Carabao Cup, Fair enough, or if you're really qualified for the, from your group in the Champions League, play him. But he's not he's not good enough to challenge for titles. Gomez is great, injury prone, and still learning. If you if you put another world class centre back next to Van Dijk, that's Liverpool Liverpool run riot for the next five years. Would it be worth thinking of the idea of putting maybe Fabinho alongside Van Dijk? He played he played at centre back and right back for Monaco. That's a good bit of because what, but that way, if you could do that, then Thiago Silva, uh, Thiago um, Al- Al- Alcantara coming in, he could play yeah. in the centre midfield uh, role from a deep line playmaking yeah, position. Got, you've got Cater, you've got mm. Cater that can play can, can play defensively. I, I, honestly, I think um, a centre back is the is the key one, and if they are going to do it in a few areas, again, I know he's a little bit of a cult hero because he scored a few important goals the last year or two. Um, when you're nil-nil with 10 minutes to go against Atletico Madrid or against City, you don't want to be bringing Origi off the bench. Yeah. And, uh, no disrespect to him, but I think more showing more respect to Liverpool, I think they can do better than Origi as as their other striker. Origi could be a shout for Sheffield United, we were talking about. There we go. Right then, here we go. Manchester United won, West Ham won. Uh, the goals come from uh, from Greenwood for Man United, equalising after Mikel Antonio scored a penalty. Now, there's a bit of debate going on as to whether it should have been a penalty. I'll look at it from multiple angles and I would, I would give it, but I would feel a bit... Ooh, Who, who's, debating that, who's debating that it isn't a penalty? Well, a lot of United fans are, really. Um, saying, well, saying what? Let me guess that he's just protecting his head and he's protecting his face. Yeah, I, I just nah. think that he's hit, 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 a very long way away from him. He's a very, no, very think... long way away from him. But he's hit it with immense pace. And when you look at it in real time, how has the ball travelled that 
distance in that short amount of time. Oh, mate, I'm not, I'm not having the protecting the face thing because it's not, it's not even like he's kind of like turned and just put his hands near his face. They're here, mate. They're, they're, they're so far out in front of his body. He may as well have done a Superman punch and just and just got rid of the ball. Like it's so. I'm not having it. And plus, I know we hate talking about well, he's on X amount a week, but I'm going to do it. You're on you're on 300 grand a week. We we need it's a must win. Well, it's a must not lose game for Champions League qualification. Sorry, man. Take one in the face. And do, do you know what? If, if he takes that, if he takes that in his in his face. They probably stop. They probably stop the, the the game for a minute for a head injury, and we probably just have to kick the ball back to him. Danger's gone. That there's no need to just. But it's poor for him. And have you seen the, have you seen the video of um, Antonio and Bruno Fernandez laughing about it? Oh God! Have you is not seen like it? A, is it like a, is it like a Mings Abamyang situation? Mate, so so uh, Bruno Fernandez and Michael Antonio are talking to each other, and then Michael Antonio goes and t- and like and starts laughing. The camera kind of zoomed out a little bit and stood right behind Antonio as Pogba looking at him like <laughs> watching him, watching him hug <laughs> him off. It's so. Right, good. I'm going to try find that and we'll we'll, uh, we'll retweet that out there and we'll retweet that. Um, but quickly before we move on, uh, good penalty, but Greenwood's goal, just that first touch stuck to his foot like glue, smashed with the left foot, no keeper saving it, too much power on it. Again, kids going places. I love Mason Greenwood. He's unreal, man. He is a special, special talent. And he, he just looks so, just so chilled and, yeah. and just so relaxed. He doesn't feel like there's any pressure on him whatsoever. And that's exactly what, what you want. When, when we brought, um, when we had to bring Rashford through for those games because um, of injuries and stuff, and obviously he scored on his Europa League debut twice, he scored against Arsenal in his Premier League debut. Scored even, in his England debut, scored his under twenty one yeah. debut, scored his Europa League debut, Champions League debut. Even some games when we had to throw him in in the deep end, sometimes he looked a bit rushed, and he did look like not that it was all happening too fast. You take it in his stride, but it, it did look forced at times, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it mm. was all on him. Whereas Greenwood, like you said, just doesn't look fussed, man. He's so cold. What I love about him is, well, about his style of play is that he can play through the middle as your ultimate number nine. He could play out on the wing. He will cut in. Sometimes he doesn't need to because his right foot seems to be as good as his left. I mean, like yeah. yesterday, the finish with his with his left peg. It was a lovely finish, but, you know, he scored a couple of goals with his right peg. The one in particular against uh, Bournemouth, I think it was. And I was just like, yeah. you naughty, uh, his, naughty man. His only, his only problem at the minute is that Martial and Rashford are both still scoring. So while Martial's still scoring, Greenwood's not going to get a run through the middle, which I think no, is where he ultimately will end fine. up. Because you can interchange, and that's all you want, isn't it? You want yeah. that alternative option that you can deploy mid-game with the players that you've got on the pitch without having to make a substitution to try and change the shape. You can change the shape with all three of those on the pitch. Yeah. And if especially if the opposition are trying to man-mark, well, it's party time for those three, isn't it? Because yeah. all of them can operate through the middle, all of them can operate on the left or right. And this season, uh, they did uh, they did the graphic on BT Sport the other day. Uh, this season, uh, Greenwood has been clocked faster than both Rashford and Martial. Yes, I saw that. I saw that the other day. 
And I was like, oi, naughty, naughty man. Um, but then this is now sort of playing into dangerous territory coming to the weekend because who's going to finish in the Champions League? Who's going to finish just out right. of it? What happens now? But like I said yesterday, uh, we could have won yesterday and still finished fifth on last day of the season. Nothing changes. We've still got to get a point at Leicester. Um, mm. A point at Leicester guarantees us... Um, Guarantees us Champions League football, whether we finish third or fourth. If yeah. Wolves can nick a point off Chelsea, that'd be great for us. Um, I think going into the last day, people who will get Champions League, but I think Leicester are just going to miss out. I think so too. And I, you know, I'm absolutely devastated about it. It's weird because out of the three teams, I want them all to get Champions League football for all different reasons. You know, because I look at the form that Man United have put in since the beginning of the season, uh, since the second half of the season, and I feel like they deserve it off the base of that. It's a shame yeah. that they didn't really pull it off at the beginning of the season because you could say, well, if they did it at the beginning of the season, they wouldn't have anything to worry about. Okay, let's flip that around. Leicester. Leicester had a wonderful first yeah, half exactly, of the season, yeah. and the second half of the season has been absolutely toilet. So, you know, why, why can you have that argument for Leicester but not for Man United? But then Chelsea, I want them to get it because Frank Lampard, rookie manager, first year. What a brilliant way of ending the season. So uh, it's nice to actually watch it as a, as a neutral, um, if you can say that now, uh, because yeah. I think Arsenal are going to finish 10th. Uh, but we could win an FA Cup. And if we win an FA Cup, it'd be a successful season, as they say. Exactly. Oh, dear. Well, um, I'm going to be back later on, five o'clock, um, live at five with, uh, with Alex Osborne and Stephen Buck. We are doing our top fives. And this week is our best kits. And um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I think Cotton knows what it is. But it's going to feature later on today. And it's arguably the best kit. In the history of football. Did I, did, I, did I see you tag me in a tweet about this earlier? Martin. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've got it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Martin. Um, and uh, can... those people need to get back to me because I want one of them. Yeah, yeah, those people really do. Honestly, I'm going to hammer them every day until they let me know where they got it from. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, as you see it going on the bottom of the screen. Uh At Two Up Top Football. On all social media platforms, including... Twitch, uh, including Periscope, where we're getting a few comments from there. Um, also, before I go as well, when the guy the guy who commented earlier on today, he said, oh, it's Kev, by the way. Look out for his tweets and the two at top page tweet a lot of his stuff because we do, uh, it's like a draft pick of Premier League footballers of all time. And then we have matchups between them. You know, you just just check out the Twitter because I, I, I tweet all of the ones in it because I've got a team in there as well. My front line is absolutely dangerous. So make sure you get involved, tweet and vote on those because they are brilliant. Uh, and there's also an international one of that coming up very soon, which I think you guys will be interested in. But for myself and Stephen Cotton, you can Google us and we come up first. Did you know that? Thank you very much. And to our...